Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro and Associates. Get ready for another action-packed episode from our team that will help you save time, taxes, and keep more money in your pocket. Hello, and welcome back. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, an innovative accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country. Now, in today's episode, again, as we get closer to year-end, we want to continue to focus on tax savings and tax saving strategies that are important to you and your business. So on today's episode, we're going to talk specifically about tax strategies around marriage, kids, family, and etc. Now, there's three kind of main strategies that I want to outline today. So the first one that I want to go through is putting your children on payroll. Now, we talked about this in a previous episode, so if you want to look into more details on this strategy, check out that previous episode. But basically, if you have children under the age of 18 that help in your business or helped in your business during this year, you can pay them to help save on taxes. Payments to your children are deductible business expenses, and your child pays no income tax on the first 12200 in income. And this is simple because that is the standard deduction for a single individual. Now, if your child has earnings over that 12200 you can use a vehicle such as a tax-deductible IRA to kind of lower that limit and, again, have more tax-free money. So, again, strategy number one is consider putting your children on payroll if you're a business owner and you've been having them work in your business this year. The second one gets kind of funny. Get divorced after December 31st or get married before December 31st. And basically the IRS looks at you as married for the entire year if you are married by 1231. So in most cases, married filing jointly will work to your advantage versus single. But again, this is something that I would talk to your accountant about to see if this is, to run some numbers on single versus married filing jointly, if this is something that would be in your wheelhouse. Now, of course, marriage is not just about taxes. So, um, you know, I'm not saying do either one just for tax purposes. But if you're you're kind of teeter-tottering in that area and this might be a concern of yours, it's just another thing to consider. So again, Typically, married filing jointly gives you more advantage than single, but have your have your uh, uh, accountant run some numbers to see if this makes sense to you. Uh, so again, if you're married on 1231, you are considered married throughout the entire year. Um, so just something to consider. The third item I want to talk about is making use of the 0% tax bracket. And to do this, I'm going to ask you a question, or I want you to have ask yourself a question. Do I give money to my parents or other loved ones to make their lives more comfortable? If you answered yes to that question, ask another question. Is your loved one in the 0% capital gains tax bracket? Now, you might be wondering, how am I supposed to know that? And the 0% capital gains tax bracket would be if that individual is single with taxable income under $39,300 or if they're married with taxable income under 78750 So if you have a parent or other loved one that is in the 0% capital gain tax bracket, you can get an extra bang for your buck by giving this person appreciated stock rather than just cash. So I want to go through an example of this because that might sound kind of confusing. If you give Uncle Bob shares of stock with a fair market value of $18,000, and you paid, say, $3,000 for that stock. 
Uncle Bob can then sell the stock and pay zero capital gains, and he now has $18,000 in after-tax cash to spend. Had you sold that stock, you would have had to pay capital gains on the difference between fair market value and what you paid. So you would have had to pay capital gains of uh, on $15,000 in taxes. Of course, you have to consider the gift tax. So if the gift is more than $15,000, you would need to file a gift tax return that shows you made the gift, but it still can be a very beneficial item for you. You do not get taxed on gifts until you hit a very large amount of, of money that you're giving away. So again, uh, how that works is you give Uncle Bob a share of stock. Let's say it's worth $18,000 and you paid three for it. Uncle Bob sells the stock, gets the cash, pays zero capital gains. You avoid the capital gain tax. And if you would have cashed out that $18,000, you would have paid capital gain tax on $15,000 and then gift him the money. So you avoid that capital gain tax by utilizing that. Now, again, it's important that that person that you're doing this type of transaction with is in the 0% capital gain tax bracket. So in summary, kind of what we discussed today, if you have children under 18, you really need to consider hiring your kids where you can potentially get a business deduction and your child pays no income taxes. If you are getting divorced or married, keep in mind that December 31st is the determination on what you are considered for the full year. So if you're divorced on December 31st, you're single for the whole year. If you're married on December 31st, you're married for the entire year. Run these numbers in this potential, you know, in, in this situation to see if the sa- if there's savings available. And this is something you might want to consider uh, prolonging or, or rushing up. Um, and then finally, look at family and friends to whom you give money. And in the right circumstances, you might be able to give them stock to take advantage of their zero capital gain tax bracket. I hope this was helpful, and as we continue to itch closer to that year-end, we're going to continue to dive deeper into specific um, tax strategies that you should be implementing and thinking about as we look to close out the year. Um, If you have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out to me. Um, Again, I appreciate you for listening to another episode, and I will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. That's taxsavingspodcast.com. This is a great resource to go and check out our most recent episodes, as well as find extra items if you want to take what we discuss here and dive deeper. Again, also join our Facebook group where we share tons of value and you have the opportunity to bring situations you are faced with to the table and we'll help you out in that Facebook group and other business owners will support you as well. You can join by simply searching in Facebook for the Small Business Tax Secrets group. Again, it's a Facebook group called Small Business Tax Secrets and there should be a group that pops up that you can join. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro and Associates. If you have any questions, feel free to email them, tax at jetrotax.com. We have packages for small business owners starting at just $75 a month. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take the time out to give us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us to bring you useful tips to help you grow your small business. Thanks for listening and have a great day.